Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about how we straight up got ripped off. (laughs) No, we didn't. But we had... No, we didn't get ripped off. That was a joke. Um, It was a fitness, like... Influencer, you want to call it somebody I respect in the industry very much, made a post that like could very easily be seen as um, a, a topic that we talk about a lot. We call it finding your sweet spot. So he made a post basically about how he found his sweet spot, and I think there's a lot of good, and I, I'd love to talk about some of the lessons that were kind of came from that. But then also, I feel like there is some kind of misleading stuff, or maybe a false dichotomy. Yeah, you know, there was sort of a false dichotomy that was presented and it was in, 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 and we're, we're just going to unpack a little bit because why not? Like, let's just riff off of it. It's, it's a topic that's obviously near and dear to our heart, finding your sweet spot so you can live your life the way you want to at the fitness level you want to, that allows you to have the most, whatever social interaction you want. Right. Or, you know, pizza, beer, bagels, whatever. Um, anyway, before we get into it, just make sure that if you, if you, if, first of all, if you like what we do and like, if this resonates with you, you're like, Hey, how do I work with you? Just go to missingpeacepodcast.com, join our free Facebook group. Um, so you can see there what's going on with our anti-diet coaching group. There's a number of ways to, um, see how you can work with us. We actually have two new offerings coming really, really soon. Um, and one of them is going to be working with us a little bit more intimately or working with our coaches kind of one on one. And one of them is going to be more like a community, uh, so, um, a community sort of, ah, what the word, like you'll get a workout program every month. You'll get people membership membership. Yeah, that's there good. we go. Yeah, there we community go. Community member. Shit. So that's coming out soon. So I don't really have any details. I'm just kind of riffing right now, but missing dot com. That's where you can find pretty much everything we got going on right now. So you ready for this Ange? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So, yeah, so so basically, here's here's the deal. We'll, Should we talk about what our sweet spot yes. is first? Yes. And then get in? Okay. And then get into it, right? So finding your sweet spot for us, this is something we work through with every single client. And all we're saying is that, like, look, if you want to be absolutely lean and shredded and 5% body fat. That's for males. For like, males. Or, right. you know, 12% for females. Yeah. But whatever lean bikini competitors get to. You are going to have to weigh and measure every morsel of food that goes in your body for 16 weeks. And you're not eating out. You're not, you're not dining out. You're not. Probably not drinking. You're definitely not drinking. Right. And that's just what it takes to get there. Most of us are unwilling to make that sacrifice. And that's okay. Right. We're, we just don't want to live our life like that. Food is connection and food is culture. And we want and drinks is, is culture and socialization. And we want that in our lives. Now that's one of the spectrum though, because the other, other, other end of the spectrum is not giving a shit at all about what you eat and not caring how you, not caring what you eat, not caring about how you feel, but simply going by what is the most pleasurable thing for you to eat right now. Most of us don't live in that world either. We care about our health. We care about our physical appearance and we care about the way we feel. Right. So most of us are somewhere in the middle. The issue is that's a really big middle. Yeah. And that's why we don't do cookie cutter programs for our clients. 
That's why we work with you to help you understand this so you can define your own sweet spot. And guess what? Your sweet spot can change over time. You probably want to tighten it up before you go on a beach vacation. You probably want to have more drinks around the holidays and care less about your six-pack abs. That's cool. That's, that's what the concept is. Cool? So, cool. So this, this fella... You know, he, he, he basically talks about that. He's got two pictures up. He's got, he's got a picture on the left where he's got a quote-unquote six-pack and a picture on the right where... He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, let's just say that. And, <clears throat> and so he was saying, hey, somebody asked me, like, do you, do, you not, do you really never miss having a six-pack? And he said, no. He said, I'll tell you why. Um, I didn't perform better when I had a six-pack. I didn't feel better when I had a six-pack. I didn't have more energy when I had a six-pack. I wasn't healthier when I had a six-pack. I had to be way more strict with my nutrition. And ironically, I was more self-conscious and critical of my physique. Hmm, interesting. So the sole purpose uh, of maintaining low body fat was to feed my own ego when I took my shirt off or share pictures on Instagram. He said, I'm not going to say it's the wrong way to live, but, but it's something I no longer value and definitely not how I choose to live anymore. Um, and basically, and he goes on, he says a few, a few naughty words there about people who care if he's 8% body fat or 15% body fat. He doesn't miss being that lean because now at this higher percentage of body fat, he's much happier. Um, he has more energy. He eats more pizza. He has more fun with friends and less feeding his own ego over shit. That doesn't matter. He says, so that's cool. Like he found his sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think what's deceiving though, is to think that, especially because like, if you saw the pictures, you see him like the level of leanness that he presented in that picture doesn't require those sacrifices. It, it just it, like that body eats plenty of pizza. You know what I mean? It can eat plenty of pizza. So it's present like what I don't like about it is that he's presenting it as an either or. Yes. Right. Like either I can be lean and have abs and, and have abs or I can have friends and eat pizza. And it's not an either or. It's how much of each. Right. It's like a little sliding, like the, the triple beam, uh, the, the scale at the doctor's office, right? You slide, they slide it over until the weight is balanced. And that's us, except we get to decide when it's balanced. And so it's not, oh my gosh, like, like we said, in the extreme ends of being lean, you can absolutely have to give up your social life. But man, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't see what I really don't like about this is because it's presenting it out into the world for people who don't know any better. And it's almost like giving him permission to not want to be 10%. He talks about feeding his ego. It would probably, it's probably because he didn't ever get to that like 10 or 8%, right? And so he doesn't want anybody else to either. Yeah. And um, you can get pretty freaking lean and have an awesome life. <laughs> and honestly, you can it's still actually do it with having pizza. And like, you can still do I mean, it with having pizza. You could be pizza. leaner than he was and still have pizza. Yes. Like exactly. And that's, and I don't, I'm not going to blind you all with like pine this guy promises, but I'm not going to sit here and coddle you and tell you it's okay to be average because we should all have friends and eat pizza. Like, no, if you want an above average physique, 
It's totally okay to do it. And who cares if that's quote unquote feeding your ego? Who cares? That's what makes you feel good. Go do it. Like we'll have a lot of women be like, I, well, this is what I want, but I know that just sounds vain. We're like, it doesn't at all. Like if that's what you want, go after it. Like that's yours to have. That's your body. Mm -hmm. That's your decision. It's your, it's your life. Yeah. You decide how you show up. And, and, and the thing is like, there's no, there's no set formula for amount of pieces of pizza you can have to what body percent you're going to be. You have to get into the journey and figure it out for yourself. And so what I don't like about that is for people who don't know any better, it's discouraging them from even going on the journey to begin with. That's what I, yep. You know what I mean? I was it, thinking it's the same like, thing. damn, dude. They're I, like, if I can never socialize again, or I can't mm-hmm. do this, or it just makes me seem, I don't know, full of myself or whatever it mm-hmm. is, I'm not going to do that. And it's like, well, just go do the damn thing and then decide for yourself. And that's, that's what I want people to do is, and because here's the thing you think we, we all sell ourselves short. I'm going to share a story with you right now. A client of mine, former client, I should say, because we don't do codependence. We teach you how to do it on your own. So this client came to me and he said his goal was to lose 40 pounds. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, he lost 40 pounds and then he lost another 20. Wait, yeah. So he lost, he lost 40 and then he lost another 20. And then he, he went off on his own because he had it dialed in. There's no, there's not really a ton of reason to work with me anymore. You know, if you want to hang out and bro out, just do it on, just send me a message, which is many times, <laughs> but he said, you know what I mean? But he doesn't need my direction. Right. But yeah, he's down another 10 pounds after that. So he's down. And he would send us messages of his pizza. He was eating and, <laughs> and tacos and, yeah. his Guinness, and his Guinness. Guinness beer. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, or we went bowling together and him and I are drinking Guinness at the bowling mm-hmm. alley together. So this Just is getting shredded. This is a guy who said, man, I'd like to lose 40 pounds. I think that's it. Like I'd look like I was wasting away at 40 pounds. A year, almost two years later, he's down 70 in maintaining it. Pretty freaking cool, right? So the point of that is saying, you often, we often sell ourselves short. And so rather than just say, oh, I can never have that because it's too restrictive or there's not enough pizza or not enough socialization, just go do it for yourself. And if it ever gets to a point where you feel restricted, change it. You're in charge you're in charge of what sacrifices you put in. You're in charge of what you want your body to look like, you know, for the most part. Um, you know, you know, you can't always change what you're born with, but oh, so yeah, genetics <laughs> genetics. But, but you know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. You're, um, and so. I mean, you could still go get it changed. You could. And here's the crazy thing. <laughs> if you is, want it to. Well, yeah, I guess there's, there's that. <laughs> um, but here's the crazy thing or the, or the part that people, I feel like stuff like this really misses the point on is that the changes with time, it changes with your sweet spot changes with time, but it only changes if you can make an educated decision about how to do it from, if you got that educated or you got to make that educated decision through experience. But if you just say, screw it in the first place, and you never set out on the journey. How are you going to make informed decisions? You're not. Right. How are you going to decide that you don't like something if you've never done it? 
That's crazy to me. And that's, that's just, it's frustrating when I see popular fitness figures normalize mediocrity. It, it just is. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I'm sorry you had some sort of food issue. You didn't, you know, and you, and you had some sort of whatever you had going on where you feel like you have to rebel against this, against, you know, good physiques now. But don't ruin it for the dudes who are out there who are who are looking to get started. And, and now now you put it in their head that it's just too much, you know? Yeah, I mean, this person, I've, I thought he's a good dude. I'm sure he's just speaking his truth, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, obviously, it's not there's not some big evil intention behind it. But it's like, man, that's discouraging to people. That's that's a falsehood. That is a false dichotomy. It's not that freaking hard to get to 10 percent body fat and lit for a guy. 20% for a woman, which is, by the way, if you get to 10% body fat, let's just call it. I mean, numbers are arbitrary, but like, I'm just using this number because we, we got to use something. If we, if you get to 10% body fat, which for, for most guys is like a completely flat stomach and most of your abs are visible. That is, that's a fitness. That's a level fitness, right? To, are you going to maintain it all year round? Maybe you fluctuate between 10 and 12. 12 is an A minus fitness. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not that hard to maintain. It's not. It's just simply not. And to, to sit here and think like, oh man, I can never be an A player because I just love pizza so much. Maybe you should reevaluate your priorities. Right? Maybe you say, I'm going to be an A player because I love pizza so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm for gonna, sure. I'm going to work that in. <laughs> for sure. I'm going to figure it all out. You know, but it was, I don't know, I guess apparently that post triggered me. Um, you know why it triggered me? Because disempowering people triggers that, me. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, it, that was the main thing for mm-hmm. you. I mean, for me too. I don't yeah. want anyone to feel like that. That they don't think that they're capable of having exactly what they envision for themselves. I mean, could you imagine if we did that with careers? You know what I mean? Like... It's, it's one thing to be like, uh, we'll just let's just take the exact same thing with careers. Right. And of course, it's not apples to apples. But if you were like, Paul, I want to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I'd be like, cool, you're going to make some sacrifices to get there. Probably not going to have a family or you're, you're likely going to get divorced, statistically speaking, just so you know. But if that's important to you, go get it. Now, imagine if I said, man, that's too much sacrifice. I guess I'll just work an hourly wage for the rest of my life at a job I hate. (laughs) No, (laughs) there's something in between. And you can make a damn good living at a job that you enjoy if you just put in a little bit of work to make it happen. If you have a clear vision of what you want and you're intentional about going after what you want. Right? Right. It's and not, that's what the sweet spot is. That's what the sweet spot is. It's not CEO or welfare. Like there's a pretty big range in between. But you won't know it until but you. But you won't know it. Yeah. I mean, and so then that, it's like saying, okay, well, I tried to be the CEO, but then it, it was hard. You know, I didn't get there by the time I was 25, so I quit. What? No. No, that's not what you would happen anyways. What would happen is if you actually walked the path, you'd get into the whatever world it was and you and you would see that it wasn't for you. But you because you had experience now, you would know how to change directions and continue to go after what you perceive that you want at that time. 
It's the difference between saying, hey, I got in there and I realized it wasn't for me. So I pivoted to something else I think was more with me or the difference saying, hey, that's too much sacrifice. So I'm just not even going to do it. So um, anyway, that's Paul being triggered for you. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, well, and for me, anyway, yeah, it triggered you. But I just think about all the women that. I've worked with and that my own experience and it's cool. And I mean, anytime you start out on anything, right. It's, it's scary. Like people just have that fear of failing. And then all of a sudden, like the client you were talking about, they get in it and they make little small goals. Cause sometimes they don't think they're worth it. And then they achieve it. And then their curiosity gets them and they're wanting more. And he's kind of like stopping it before it can even start. But it's like, Hey, Maybe your sweet spot does shift and you want to see like you're a mom of four or six or whatever. And you're like, I wonder if I could have abs and still Mm -hmm. have all these kids. But you think that you can't have certain things in order to get there. And it's not true. Like, you just have to set your intention on it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And like I was I did a a check in for one of our ladies this morning and she was like, do you think I could get as lean as I was last summer? And I was like, you could. And she was like, but, and see, she's done this process long enough, like multiple years. She's like, but then I would really have to, like, we call it tighten up the reins, right? Like, yes, not that we want to say you have to restrict, but you have to be a little more dialed in. You have to be okay with maybe passing on certain social events or whatever. She goes, but if I do get to that leanness, she goes, I'm not going to probably stay there long because... She likes a little more flexibility and a mm-hmm. little more loosening up the reins. But that's because she's gone through that spectrum so many times that she knows her sweet spot now. And there might be a vacation like she's going to go to Mexico. And she's like, so I kind of want to be looking good when I'm with all these different moms in Mexico. I'm like, great, we'll do it then. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go back to a little bit more freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but you have to know it and you won't know it until you've actually gone through it multiple times. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly right. Um you know, I've talked about how I've been on maintenance for the last couple of months. I don't like, it's fine. And I'm really looking forward to getting lean again. When, but, like you said, it's not that hard to actually maintain once you know your sweet spot. Like I looked at my easy. numbers from a year ago. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Exactly right. the same. And we have gone through a lot of different. <laughs> We've gone through some shit in the last year. Yeah. And I mean, that's really impressive. Yeah. And that's kind of with trying. Like, I mean, right. I always am trying. You know what I mean? But. It's, it's having a target, hitting it. It's even the same shit. Check in with the coach. Look at where the, your friction points were that week. Evaluate if you need to, you know, how what you need to change in order to alleviate those friction points. Look at what you want to get out of life. Easy, you know. And where I disagree with that guy in his post is look, seeing your abs does feel pretty cool. Still eating that and, stuff. And, and that's the thing. Like people, like I just don't like... I just, so many people are like, I cannot believe I yeah. see my abs. This is the most incredible thing ever. I've never seen them before. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool, huh? It's, it's, it's a form of achievement. It's a form of it's achievement, a form of, absolutely. It's a form of control. It's a, it's a form of bringing your will into the physical realm. Of seeing a commitment so big and just it's like, come to is it gonna, real life. Like, is it going to make you happy? No, because nothing can make you happy. You, get, you choose to be happy. And then anything you put on top of it, abs, a spouse, money. It just amplifies if you're already happy. Yeah. I love when like people do choose to be happy. And then all of a sudden they see those first two abs popping through and they're like, get over, you won't get over this picture right now. And I'm like, yeah, that's just because you chose that you wanted to be better. So you don't have to, 
So, so I mean, to bring it back, like, does does, does having abs make you happy? <laughs> no, <laughs> but being happy, but deciding to be a happy person is what makes you happy, and then achieving cool shit on top of that is fun. Yeah, and you can do it because you want to. And what's the point if you don't? What's the point of living if you don't do the stuff you want to do? And if you want to do it, go do it. And then you do it, and you decide that that was too much, and your sweet spot's a little further to the other direction. Fine, who cares? You know, um, who cares? Like, I. I'm I'm fired up to to get lean again. You know what I mean? But also like where we're at right now and just with the pace of our life and where we're surrounded by, it's like there's all these breweries and distilleries. That's what I was saying to you. It's I'm going to get freaking lean and I'm still going to I'm still probably going to go to have because here's the other thing I should tell you about these places. They're all outdoor and they have stuff for kids to do. And food trucks and Yeah, so we're going to bring our kids we're, we're going to let them run around on Saturday afternoon and I'm just going to relax and enjoy life and have a couple of drinks. And guess what? Would I be doing that if I was going to be a fitness model? No. Am I going to do that and look like, not that it needs to be this, but look, am I going to have a level fitness? Let's just call it that. Yes. I'm still going to have a, will I be a plus? No, I'll be a level fitness. Yeah. While drinking drinks, you know, and I'm going to get Saturday some of those homemade baked goods at the coffee shop. <laughs> Yes, you are. And it's going to be glorious. So, um, I mean, I think the thing, that's the point, guys, is is just get in and experience the thing for yourself. And never, never let somebody tell you, like, this thing's too hard, so you shouldn't want it. Go in there and decide for yourself. And, that, and the only way to be intentional about how you live and to make educated decisions about what you want is to be intentional about what you want and then go after it and once you have the experience of actually walking on the path then you can decide you know where you're going to take it it's yeah and then it, you're at total peace when it does shift you're at total peace you don't feel like a, there's you no don't failure feel like right right it's not a finite destination it's just it's just being intentional about the direction you want to go and being intentional about continually reevaluating where you want to go yeah and he could have just said i want to eat more yeah <laughs> like right than i was before right and that means that this is my sweet spot right now mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, All right, Paul. I think I think that that's a wrap. Way to get triggered. Get triggered again. Yeah, I think I nailed it. You did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one.